0: You are tuned in to Studio22Live.TV, podcast episode number 49 with entrepreneur, business coach, motivational speaker, producer, and author of Mindset Go, Derek D. Reed. Studio 22Live.TV. Valuable topics. Interview amazing people. Sharing their stories and valuable lessons learned. To educate, impact, and empower lives across the world. Studio 129. Welcome, Welcome back to Studio 22 Live.tv podcast. My name is Fred Fitzgiles. I'm your host, and I'm so glad you guys are back with us. We got a phenomenal show for you today. It is Friday. I know it seems kind of dreary. It's gonna, be, I mean, all week it's kind of been raining and stuff like that. And man, it's like, what's going on with all this rain? We don't need the rain, 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 go away. <laughs> we need some sunshine, but I guess it's better than that snow, right? So uh, we got to get the, trust me, we're gonna have a great, great summer. Just, just keep your head up. Don't let the rain ruin your week. And uh, we're gonna pray this thing through so we can get some good sunshine. Don't forget you can give us a call at 610-466-5461 if you got any suggestions, if you uh, just give us some comments and some feedback about the show, what you've liked so far, and uh, also if you got any suggestions and some topics you want to hear about, this show is designed really to highlight people and highlight their stories and and their different challenges and things that they go through to just kind of motivate and inspire you that you can do whatever you want to do you can follow your dreams truly you can follow your dreams and you don't let anybody stop it and the thing is the main part about dreams I was reading um, in this book put, put your dreams to the test um, it, it talked about passion and uh, passion is the really really the key thing and sometimes a lot of people they have a passion you know when, we, when we're younger we have something that makes us you know get up in the morning and we just can't stop talking about you know it's that thing that no matter what somebody talks to us about we're always going back to that thing that, that, that man, makes us feel good, that that kind of invigorates us and makes us do it. And it could be that you wanted to maybe, I don't know, you know, do an album or you actually wanted to be a, a gymnast or you wanted to you know, be a baseball player or a basketball player. You know, when a, when a guy that wants to play basketball, he's walking around with the basketball in his hand all the time. You know, the guy that wants to play baseball or the guy that wants to play softball, you know, every time you see him, they have the batter's hat on, they got the mitt, and he always playing with the ball, throwing up and playing catch, you know. Some My's always dancing, you know, I know my daughter, when she was, she had a passion about uh, you know, gymnastics, so guess what, my living room was tore up, because she's flipping all over the place and doing back flips, back, back flips and things of that nature, so I know she's passionate about that. My other daughter, she likes to sing, so she, she's always singing, she wants to do that. I know me, personally, I've had several passions in my life, and I tried to be able to follow them, you know. You just understand, you deserve to achieve your dream. You deserve to achieve your goals, and but sometimes what we do is we let the people that's closest to us crush them. They, the, the people that are closest to us, you know, we have that passion. They see you going, and they kind of just say, "Why you keep doing that?" There's always those people who say, "Who do you think you are? You think you're a single? What you you ain't my, you ain't Kobe Bryant. You ain't LeBron James. Or for all my LeBron fans now, you ain't LeBron. You know." And uh, people always like try to crush in there. Most of the time, they're your friends, family, and neighbors. So you got to have a mindset. And some of you guys, you know, you, you, you won't let that stop you. You know, you, some of you are grown right now. You, some, some of you are in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s. And you had that dream. And you still haven't achieved it because you keep listening to the naysayers. You keep listening to the negative people. You keep listening to your friends, family, and neighbors telling it you that, that, that you ain't going to do it. But here's the deal. Your friends, family, and neighbors, they don't mean you no harm. They're trying to protect you. They're trying to protect you from yourself. They're trying to protect you from the, you know, fame or, you know, you know getting talked about or getting criticized or, you know, being put down or here, how about this? They're trying to stop you from failure. Well, here's the deal. Failure is your friend. Why? Because it takes you to try something and fail that will connect you to your success so people are trying to stop you from failing but failure is it it, it is an option (laughs) right listen you guys might not disagree failure is an option you have to fail first you have to fail forward you have to try first think about it if failure was not an option then you would never be able to walk right some of you might not remember this but I know that when I'm raising my kids, when they're in that crib, guess what happens? When they come out of that crib and it's time for them to walk, got to put them on the floor. I got to show them how to do it. They see us walking around and then they try it themselves and guess what they do? They take a first step and you're excited, first step, yeah, all right, we're excited about the first step, all right, yeah, baby, go, baby. And guess what happens? After the first steps, they fail, they fall right on their butt and what do you do? You get them up, and you have them walk again, and you do it again, and you do it again, and they fall, and they fall, and they fail, and they fail, and they fail. But each time, they get better, 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 and better. Next thing you know, they're walking. So failure is part of the process. So it's part of your process. So if you have a passion, understand, go forward and fail forward because passion will connect you to your success. And that's why I'm excited about my next guest today, this gentleman It's a gentleman who I have been inspired by. He owns one of the top barbershops in Wilmington, Delaware. He actually is a person that's known all over the country, and he's an entrepreneur. He's also a playwright. He's also a producer, a motivational speaker, and now he is a brand new author of a book called Mindset Go. So I'm excited to have my special guest, Mr. Derek D. Reed, on the show today. When you hear this interview, you're going to be inspired. You're going to be motivated. And the most important thing is you're going to take action on your passion. So without any further ado, we're going to be coming up next with an exclusive interview with my brother, Derek D. Reed, coming up next on the Steel22Live.tv podcast. We'll be right back. Let's go. Welcome back to Steel 22 livetv Podcast. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and today I'm so glad you guys are back with us. I have an incredible show for you today with a very, very good friend of mine who I'm extremely proud to know, and we go way back, but he's doing some phenomenal things. He goes by the name of Derek D. Reed. I'm going to go over his bio to introduce my friend D. Reed to my listeners. Derek D. Reed is an author, business coach, and a motivational speaker. He is the CEO and founder of His Image Barber Lounge in the west side area of Wilmington, Delaware and the president of Delaware's Board of Cosmetology and Barbering at the Department of Professional Regulations in Dover, Delaware. As an author, Derek helps to instill in people passion, purpose, power, and vision, and drive to achieve sustainable results. He is passionate about writing, Leading and guiding people to find a fulfilled, happy, and purposeful passion in life. Derek is the author of the brand new book, Mindset Go. The book is his first publication and has been instrumental in restructuring and positioning positive mindset in the life of every individual. Derek's professionalism, business coaching techniques, and first hand experience have given him deep knowledge, insight, direction and understanding of issues in the business world and an ability to instill excellence in people. Darren's philosophy and motto is, when we know better, we grow better. And it's the constant theme that has helped him overcome every test he has faced in life with the mission to create a new culture of peace, lovely brotherhood, and enlightenment to the youth to grow from project to progress. So it's my honor and privilege to introduce to some and present to others my friend Derek D. Reed. Welcome to Steel Twenty Live the TV Podcast. What's up, D. Reed?
1: What's up, Fred? What's going on, my brother? How you doing, man? <laughs> that body was really nice, bro. <laughs> Thank you so much. You oh, didn't man. know what I was talking yeah. about, did you? <laughs> oh man, I was looking, I was listening to like who is this guy? God, <laughs> God, I would love to meet him. I would like to meet this guy. <laughs> man, yeah, man. You, awesome, man. Listen,
0: man. It's been, it's been a while, man. I've been actually looking forward to uh, I mean you've been doing some phenomenal things, man. You know, I've been following Thank you sir. for years and years and years, bro. Always oh, back in the day, man. You know. You know what i'm saying yes sir and so uh I, was, I just wanted to just let you know that i appreciate you i just wanted to congratulate you on all your accomplishments all the things Thank that you've you. done i'm talking about not only from the, the you know the fact that you have an incredible barbershop with some great people doing some phenomenal mm-hmm. impact in the youth but all the productions that you've done man i followed you man before i did my wow. first film buddy you and greg morris though y- y- y'all are my guys i was like, okay yeah that's my boy greg
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> i'll be with him tomorrow yeah
0: absolutely man so make sure you give me <laughs> a shot out and then also you know you and your brother man has been inspired it has been an inspiration to me my brother and sister as well it's amazing with fred and cora doing over there at reed's refuge too man so yes great man awesome what an incredible family so for our listeners who don't know you i know you very well why don't you just tell us you know a little bit where you're from your background and you know a little bit about you
1: of course I'm Derek D. Reed. Um I'm, I grew up in the riverside project area um it's funny I was um you know living in the project growing up and people always ask me well how do you make it out of the project how you how you what inspired you or who was your role models well it's, it's just unfortunately I didn't have too many role models I just had people um I saw as what not to do right um we grew up in Riverside project um, I graduated from Howard High School shout out to the wildcats um and i started uh, barbering i started cutting hair like at the house you know we, me and my boy robbie bolder started cutting kids around the way because they couldn't afford hair i was actually one of those kids so i knew how i felt <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um you know and i said you know what let's make an avenue for these kids to get their haircuts and we were just doing it for fun mm. um and you know then i just grew up then i got into music I got into writing and realized that I had, you know, skills in writing. So um, after that, um, Barbering, I started writing poetry and started writing music and ended up singing. So I got into the music business for a little bit, but I still had that love for writing. So I then I just started writing production, started writing plays, and now I hear I'm here writing a book. So, you know, my writing skills have actually grew a whole lot. So I said, you know, what? I want to use it. I want to use it to kind of help better people or motivate people and inspire people to, you know, to go further and do more. Uh, so I started writing and um, Mindset Go came out of that.
0: Mm mm mm, man, that's so, that's yeah, incredible, man. man. So tell us about your family a little bit, brothers and sisters. How many? How many? How many is in the the Reed clan?
1: Oh my gosh, it's um, I'll say all together, my mom had nine, and my wow. dad had. A few. It, um, you know, so yeah. I see about nine of us wow. all together, uh, five five girls and uh, four boys. Gotcha. Uh, me and Frederick, who is actually, you know, just like you, Frederick. My brother, my brother <laughs> yeah, Fred. name is Fred. Same name, that's right. Um, it's cool. So, um, me and <laughs> Freddie, we are we twins. Uh, a lot of people didn't know we twins. I guess I think we just look alike, but yeah, we actually, I'm like, we're three uh, minutes apart. The about
0: the twin thing, when I, I remember y'all call each other twins, I came my saying they don't really look alike, but they do look right, alike. Right. When
1: you see y'all together, yeah. I get it. I yeah, see it. Yeah, trust yeah. me. Yeah. And we're fraternal twins. So we're, wow. we're twins. That's we amazing. had three yeah, three minutes apart. Um, my brother is actually an entrepreneur business owner over at the Reeds Refuge Center. Yeah, um, doing Reeves a great Reeves job Reeves. over there. Um so we grew up in the Riverside Projects together and you know I think part of us, Fred, we just felt like we wanted to win. We wanted yeah. we wanted wanted better. We wanted we knew it was better. So we were built by the struggle and we just want to win, man. So yeah, it's actually nine of us. Uh, nine of us all together, five boys, four girls, um, and my family's a real talented family. They're really musical, was into church and gospel singing and all that stuff, so... I guess me and Fred is like chip off the old blocks, you know. With that, yeah. i
0: you know? well, now. Let me ask you again. Now, these are for my people who don't know. You guys, mm-hmm. used to, when I was doing my thing with Project X, which you loved that Riverside Bucket Love. Six song, right? Not yeah. And I, Grand G song.
1: And Grand I mean, G, I'm going. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to be and, having, your, and you guys' sold too. Oh so, yeah, hey. yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I'm going. I was just talking to Grand a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna try to get him on the show as well. Man, I mean, so I'll let you know. All right, let's I'll let you know. Um right. But back then, like I like I know that we were doing our thing, but I heard about a group now is the group that you guys were in tell me about that group
1: um we had a group called for you so we ended up doing a talent show with, and me him and my brother and actually we again we we got good like man me and my brother already knew we can sing because we heard my brother my older brothers and such are singing he was really right. good so we knew we had the gift to sing and stuff right. so we formed a group and um believe it or not yuki washington um had us on his show Back in the day, and wow. we was on Yuki this show, and we ended up going to Teen Summit. and From Teen Summit, we ended up going to Apollo, and we won maybe like three out of four times at the Apollo. So, the Amateur Night at Apollo, we went up there. We were taking busloads from um, Wilmington mm. up to New York on every Wednesday. It was every right. Wednesday for like three or four weeks straight. And um we started singing, man. And, uh you know, it's just one of those things where we always had the desire to sing and be on stage, and we had no idea that. We was going to be opening up for 112 and, and stuff like that. So that's what we end up doing. We never did the actual album, although we got plenty of songs.
0: <laughs> I know that's right. Let me, yeah. let me ask you this. Before you guys got started, who was your who is the most influential person in your family?
1: Most influential person in my family? Um... Oh, this is hard to say. My well, dad, my I, dad.
0: I tell you what, not only just your family, but anybody who, was, who had a major influence on to get to get you to want to do what you wanted to do. Either family or anybody that was influential.
1: Okay. As far as family, when it comes down to working, my dad. My dad was an entrepreneur, you know, even though he wasn't around all the time and stuff like that. You know, back in the day, you know, family, mom and dad don't work out and, you know, they go separate ways. But my dad, you know, he was, you know, really inspirational to us and uh, influential to us because he used to own a construction company. Um, And I never saw him work for nobody. He always was an entrepreneur, always on his own business. And now me and Fred, who he never really worked for anybody, you know. And I think my dad played a major part with that. As far as music and, and, and life, and you know, you got the Will Smiths. I'm going to be honest. Like, Ralph Tresvant was my there you boy. Go. There you know, you go. Was <laughs> Shout home.
0: out to Ralph. I'll
1: I, I be, I be telling people, I'm Ralph Tresvant. You know I have my back? <laughs> right. <laughs> so nice. I, I, we used to like groups and people that perform, man. we We love stage. We love music. Even today, my brother... He still sing.
0: Mm, yeah. Fred is incredible, man. Um,
1: and he, we still sing, and We still do some stuff. Man, we're just talking about doing some stuff, you know, bringing the band back together. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely. But, but most, of the, most of the time, my uh, influences came from, you know, entertainers, man. Entertainers, mm-hmm. or, and again, as far as my dad, that was the business part of us, the entrepreneurship.
0: Yes, gotcha.
1: Yep. What uh, school did you go to,
0: middle school and high school?
1: Um, I went to, it's funny. I went to Gunner Bedford in sixth grade.
0: Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah.
1: Gunner Bedford. I went to Gunner Bedford in <laughs> sixth grade, man. And it's funny because I started cutting hair in sixth grade. How about that? No way. In sixth grade, I started oh, cutting hair wow, in sixth D. grade, That's crazy. man. That's And then from seventh grade, for whatever reason, bus situations, we ended up going to George Reed mm-hmm. yeah. over down Basin Road. So we went to George Reed. George Reed was cool. I actually, um, met my wife there at nice. George Reed.
0: Nice. Um,
1: and then uh, from there, I went to Wilm Penn for one year. William Penn's I heard my he, high
0: school, too. so i to class of yeah. 88. Uh,
1: so I went right. to Wilm Penn my freshman year. And, I, did you see me there, there
0: or no? Did you see me there or no? I'm not
1: sure. Not sure. Uh, okay, I'm
0: trying to figure out when I actually, when I became aware of you and when you became aware of me. I was like I know I know about for you. I, just, I knew like... Um, I am. Uh, yeah,
1: and what's cool? I think it's Arnold, Arnold. 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 Oh,
0: oh Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew Arnold, and I, I, but I heard you guys were so good, and I, I, I got first winning you guys when the Teen Summit thing hit.
1: This, yeah. this group
0: from Delaware is on Teen Summit, and that was a. Big, yeah. I can't let you slide by that. That was a big
1: deal. Batman. that was a big deal you know it's funny cause we was in DC recording Teen Summit mm. and it came on that afternoon wow. but by the time it came on we was actually we did the taping in the morning and I guess um, we was hitting back to uh, Riverside We're going back right to Riverside yeah yeah, you yeah. Know? Like,
0: like Bobby Brown going back to and, the projects right yeah <laughs> and can you
1: imagine coming from uh, Teen Summit that day and everybody got to see it on TV oh, and here man. we showing up in Rivers. it was crazy man that was crazy how did that
0: make you feel man when you saw it it
1: was just like wow man you know so that uh, I, I'm the type of person where, so even though I grow and um, you know, in, in popularity, we still shake hands. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come to the hood. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm gonna yeah. come. You know, I'm one of them type of guys where now nah, I still want you to you know talk to me and, and treat me you know just like a regular person right. still. You know what right. I mean? and I'm gonna treat you, you know, uh, quarterly. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I like that, but we had came home from T-Summer that day and it was just crazy in, in our in the projects, you know what I mean? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. It was in the paper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. in
0: the paper too. I remember that you still got that paper. You got that clipping, man. Yeah, man, we got
1: oh, that clipping. that's right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's yeah, yeah. that's yeah. incredible. So let me go That's classic. I know that's right. So you, you had the entrepreneur spirit from your father. What was your first uh, entrepreneur endeavor?
1: Oh, um, my first, well, opening up my first barbershop. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I started out, um, at a uh, styles on the app where I was just renting a chair, you know, a lot of barbers do the chair rental thing. Um, so I started out renting chairs and, you know, I think when I got about around 25, 26, I was like, man, you know, I, I think I got this. I think I want to open up my. Uh, own business and start to stretch myself, you know, you can't grow without stretching and True. you know A little fear there a little pain there yeah. But of course just like muscles that's what causes it to grow the stretching, you know, what I mean yes. the pain and then pulling So I had to stretch myself friend and I had to um, really get myself together and then I'm gonna go ahead and rent a building I, w- I remember being young and it was in 2004, right? I remember being young and I was like, man, dang, you know I was um, I was a little scared, you know, what I mean, I was really scared to do it, but I end up doing it anyway and a lot of things times, you know in life you got to do things scared You know, you just got to do it and I ended up doing it It's been a blessing man ever since somebody gave me a chance um, And said, you know what I'm gonna let you go over at this building got the down payment on there um, Well, of course the security deposit first month and I got that up and um, and up with my first travel it was called Sharptown
0: So let me ask you this um... When D. Reed hears that little chatterbox, because we all got that chatterbox that tells us what we can't do, we're too Mm -hmm. young, we're from the projects, you can't do this. How did D. Reed handle
1: that that fear that tries to jump up on the left side? How how do you break through that? Oh, man, you know what? I had to fight that early. Um, I knew that I wanted to grow. I wanted to be more and become more. Uh, I, I have this drive for success, uh, even success in business. And I always, I, like, again, Fred, I, I always wanted to win, you know what I mean? I saw so many people, uh, losing around me growing up in them projects and people that just give up on life or, or don't realize that they bigger than what they know. It's just, it's funny because the subtitle to mindset go is you're bigger than, you know, yes. and I always knew that inside, you know what I mean? I didn't yeah. let my surroundings and, you know, where I grew up at, you know, have an effect on me. Um, the fear comes, the fear is going to come, yep. you know, but I come to realize some things you got to do scared yes. because this, to me it's now or never, mm-hmm. you got to do it, yeah. you know, cause I don't want to live with the regrets of getting older and say, I could have, should have, would have, mm-hmm. you know, that really keeps me going. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to have no regrets. I want to go ahead and go for my now, you know, life is short. you want to enjoy it and and go for
0: ours so let me just fast forward a little bit further than that before we get to the book. Because i want to talk about this thing but uh you know i've you know the the first time i saw that you had a play i said wait a minute how's the barber is what's what's going on with this how how, how did you come up with that dream and be able to make that reality man because that was incredible
1: Oh, let me tell you something. My first play is Watermelon Cornbread. What well, I love that play, and I'm gonna be honest to all everybody. Love that play, Derek. They <laughs> love that play. We got to bring Watermelon Cornbread back. It's funny. I might tweak it a little bit for right. you know holiday time, but let me tell you something, bro, I got to bring that play back again Absolutely. from me writing music and yep. writing uh, poetry. I'm uh, just I got being a you. writer. Now you got a person that's into music who writes music, you know what I mean? Exactly. And writes stories. and Cause yep. music is like stories and True. stuff like that. You write. And then I end up in a barbershop setting where you see all types of walks of life, hey. all types of people, <laughs> all types of events, you know what I mean? Yes. So things where, you know what, it, it's too much that goes on inside this shop behind closed doors. And I just felt that, no, I got to talk about this. I have to share to y'all what's going on in the shop and the type of people that I deal with. Um, And watermelon cornbread came out of that. We had a guy come to the shop who hustles all the time, selling cakes and pies and Mm -hmm. all types of stuff. And somebody said, man, listen, you bring the same thing in every week. I think one of the barbers said it. And he said, won't you come here with something different? He's like, what? He said, I don't know, cornbread, watermelon cornbread, bring something like that. (laughs) And when I said, and I looked at one of my other barbers, I said, let me tell you something. They have something called watermelon cornbread, watermelon cornbread. So I ended up writing the story. And I told him, look, I'm going to write that a play. I said, I'm going to write it. And it was a hit.
0: How long did it take you?
1: About two months. Wow. Two and months? And it was a hit. Are you About kidding me? About two months. Oh, my we got goodness. Two months to write Watermelon Corvette. And here, we'll get to the book and I'll tell you how long I wrote that. We'll get okay. to that. But Watermelon Corvette took me two months. Wow. Um, I wrote it, started writing it in April, May. So by the time June, I was probably um, putting people together to cast. I was casting. Yep. So I was casting in the summer. We had rehearsals and I think we put it out early. Winter was like December 3rd. Mm Uh, because, you know, holidays was coming up Thanksgiving, so I wanted to kind of be in between the holidays, so we put out December 3rd um we sold out the first time we had at the Mount Pleasant High School about wow. 1100 people wow 1100 people came Dude, then we man. ended up moving to uh DuPont Theater we did a couple shows there and then we started getting stars involved yes yes uh, I remember that yeah yeah. And, yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, right. <laughs> and
1: it was so funny man it was so funny so wrote watermelon cornbread and it, it all thrived from the shop man Writing and that's seeing cool. different walks of life though
0: that's good stuff man so with, with yeah. all with all that going on how do you balance family <laughs> career barbershop in life, man?
1: Oh, easy, man. That's easy. Um that's actually a great question. Time for time is very important to me. Um and I have became real conscious of that probably within maybe last two years or so, and how important time is. Uh, Our culture, uh, sadly to say, we have some things that's holding us back. And one of the things I think holding us back is our respect for time. Mm. Number one, we don't respect time like we should. And number two, we think we have plenty of it. Um, I reverse that in my life where I respect time and I realize we don't have plenty of it. And I want to use it wise and invest it in things and people that's going to give me a better return. So how I break down my time and I embrace time and mm. I try not to waste time mm. um, because it's so important. And I respect my time and it also helps me to respect other people's time. Yeah. And of course, you know, the other stuff that I'm doing as far as um, even the board stuff or the business stuff. Of it, yes. You know, so time is very important. That's how you have to be able to manage your time. Time management. Is- I'm with
0: you there because I learned this, man. What doesn't get scheduled doesn't get done.
1: I totally agree. And it has to be scheduled, man. Yeah. You have to be disciplined yeah. and know that, okay, I'm going to use this time for this. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I tell people all the time for, I say, you know, you got some people that think inside the box. Mm-hmm. You got people that think outside the box, but then you got people like me where there is no box. So, <laughs> three, <laughs> nice. so there is no box with me in 3 PM and afternoon is no different for me than 3 AM. That's Once right. I get the proper rest and do what I'm supposed to do, mm-hmm. it don't, it don't matter. You know You know,
0: is rest important at this stage of the game to you?
1: Rest is probably one of the most important things. Um, of course, health is wealth, and I tell people everything. You want, you don't have health, you don't have nothing. You have to have health. is, is like the top of the list for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and rest is very important. Um, I'm at days now where I'm 44 now. So yeah, yeah, let me tell you something. One of the luxuries of being 44 is taking a nap. Hey, I love yeah, come a on now. <laughs> nap. Let me tell you something. Schedule. is yes. I'm gonna tell you something real liberating. Schedule a nap. Say so, you know this is actually a nap time. You How know about what I mean? that? So, so schedule a nap, man. I'm telling you. And people may oh you get no 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 no. I'm g I am I'm still looking young. I'm still yeah. working out. And I'm going to the gym when I can't you know, with you. That's but right. if you schedule some nap time in when you can, you want to get the rest. Even if you're working out, you also want, want to want uh, to rest because that causes you to grow, you yes. know, or your muscles to grow. Yes. Um so rest is very important, man.
0: Absolutely. So tell us about yeah. how it is being a father of those of those amazing kids you got, man. That's and kind true. of what that means to you. And then we're gonna go into the book.
1: Fatherhood is um, one of the most important things in my life. One of the most important because, you know, I really take it to heart, you know, with the fact that I'm the I'm their leader. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Um, my kids are like my arrows. I want to sharpen them. I want to sharpen them really nice so when I shoot them out there, they're going to hit their target. I want to mm-hmm. make sure they focus. I want to make sure that they educate. I want to make sure they respect it. Um, and I'm responsible for that. That's how I feel. Yes. Um, whatever is out in this world right now, start at somebody's somebody's home. And where I'm at with my kids, i got three girls and a boy, and they all doing wonderful, nice. wonderful. I have my daughter who works in the shop with me, who's a phenomenal barber, stylist, makeup artist. She has no flaws. Um, my son works for one, another one of my companies um, right now where he's driving for me. He does, um, I own a transportation company. Wow. And he actually drives for, you know, he helps me run that company on the side. So um, then I got a daughter, Mariah, who's actually um, Mama Bear Tarot on YouTube, right? She got 20,000, 30,000 followers. Wow. Wow. Like, Nice. out of all the people that all the people that hear about me is like mariah i'm, I'm calling mama bear Tar- that's her name mama bear tarot on mama youtube bear tarot, she's it. the most popular one of all of us and nobody really see her you shout know out, what i mean,
0: I mean really, shout out to mama bear tarot uh, mama
1: bear tarot on youtube, on YouTube. all right um and then my daughter kayla who's on uh, inspiring to be a doctor so um and i'm so proud man of my kids man because i know what these millennials are uh, faced with um, I know what they deal with. I yeah. know what's going on. And it's hard um, for her to be yeah. a parent in this day and it's time. It's very hard. Too many distractions. Rough, too many. Man.
0: It's rough. And, I, and uh, I'm with you because yeah. I got five, man. So I'm, you know, I'm right there with you. Brian. Exactly. You know, and,
1: I, and being their father is one of the um, most honorable things. The most. It's a privilege. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, they the best thing that ever happened to me. Awesome.
0: So let's talk about yeah. Mindset Go, your first book. Tell us about how that came about that thing, man.
1: Mindset go. Oh my gosh. Mindset go. Of course, the title is mindset go. I drive, drive from you know us saying ready set go, like you starting a um yeah, yeah. a race or something. Right. You know, That's So I just because re- I think everything starts at the mind for it. And so I, what I did was I just changed the word uh, ready set go. And I said mindset go because you got to have your mindset. Once your mindset, it's time to go. Once it's time, you know, to move forward, you gotta set your mind, you know. So um I I I started started getting to a point where I wanted answers in life. Um, I didn't want religion. I wanted a relationship with God. You know what I mean? Um, it's not all, you know, you know, like a, what I want to say, all spiritual type of a book. It's right, motivating right. too. Yeah. How do you make it? How do you stay motivated? I watched it drive. I wanted to share that. Uh, I want to also multiply myself because I couldn't be in LA and, and people wanted to hear from me in LA. I couldn't be, you know, so I got a book now. Now exactly. my, I have a book in LA. The books in LA is in Jamaica, wow. Nevada, Grand Rapids. Um, great go over to Germany. I, mean, I was in Germany, so it's great to go to London because people wouldn't bought it. You are not going to see where the different countries or places that people have bought the book. Mm. Um, and it, it came from me wanting to share uh, consciousness of okay. uh, staying present, staying right. focused, staying connected to the source, which is God. People ask me about my religious belief and all that stuff right. all the time. Right. Um, but my connection to this guy, all without him. Um, there is no, um, growing, you it's know, Once so thing get cut off from a source it dies. So I wanted to be connected to the source. Um, and what I did was I just really put a lot of things, um, that's in my book practical. And it's actually a quick read to me. It's a real quick read. And I did that on purpose because we got these phones that I'm up against yes. that always in our face. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I said, you know, if I write a book, I want to make sure I get them on meat. I sure. didn't want to get them no fluff. That's right. You know what I mean? So it's a quick read about 112 pages, I believe. And I wanted to share my mindset. I wanted to share what makes me go. How did I um, become successful? How did I do this? And why I, I keep going and who are the people you need to be around with? So uh, I wanted to share. Absolutely, man. So
0: just take me through the writing process for you. Because the one thing that I'm in this whole interview that I heard it was a constant is that whether it was music or whether it was this book, you have a passion for writing. Yes, that's a natural yes, passion do. for you. Like you, you, you could probably write in your sleep without thinking
1: about it because it's in
0: you. Is that kind of what the book talks about tapping into people's passions too?
1: Yes, yes, we talk about on um, passion. fact, one of the chapters in the book is called "Pure Passion Power." Got it. Uh, I think passion is the secret ingredient to your dreams and vision. um I think you have to have it. You know, I think passion is the fuel to all mm-hmm. everything. It's like your fuel fuel to your car. So um I, I wrote about passion in there and about what you love and what you're doing. I think a lot of times Fred we have to separate um purpose and what we want to do. I tell people all the time, I say, what you want to do is something that you just want to do, but your purpose is what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? And if you look at the word suppose and look at the word purpose, they almost spelled similar. Mm. You know what I mean? Supposed and purpose. Because it's reminding you what you're supposed to be doing is your purpose. And we all got things we want to do, but that may be something that we like or make us happy, which is external. But when you get into the internal things that's that's what you're supposed to do and with purpose, that's internal things. Those are things that it's going Bring you fulfillment mm-hmm. and bring you joy, which yes. is internal. Yes. You know, I mean? we got to separate what's happiness and what's um what's joy. See, joy's never changed, no matter what's happening around you. You know what I mean? Right. Happiness is just what the circumstance. That's where we're happy comes from. We're happening. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's outside. That's external. Yes. But what you want is the internal purpose. Absolutely. So, and I talk about that too a lot. <laughs> so yeah, purpose yeah. is very important to me.
0: Mindset. Go. There is a quote in there that says, "The biggest risk in life." is never taking one
1: what does that mean to you the biggest risk in life is never taking a risk um i think what we have to come to grips with is that it's not going to be easy Mm. we will we we have to come to grips with that you're not going to be just confident all the time you know you ain't going to have that feeling confident some things again you have to do scared You know, what I mean, Um, some things is going to cause some pain. Some people you're going to have to cut off some things. You're going to have to leave. I think Steve Harvey mentioned that in one of his little videos. He was saying that, you know, you got to leave. You know, what I mean, what he's saying is you got to take the risk. And sometimes that risk doesn't require a safety net. You don't have a safety net. It's all or nothing. You know, what I mean, and the biggest risk is not taking those risks because you'll find that later on in life that man, if I only did this. I could have been here or you just never know where you could be, you know, and you don't want to live with that, you know, and that was me. I didn't want to live with that. So I think the biggest risk in life to me is not taking a risk. You have to take a risk. If you want to grow and you want to go to the next level, it's going to cost you a leap. It's going to cause you to cut some people off. It's going to cause you to go to another level to do other things differently and to challenge yourself. And it all comes with risk. Absolutely.
0: Do me a favor. Just share with us one of your the number one worst moments and the worst challenges you've had, and how and how you able to bounce back from it, or what what the
1: wake up call was. One of the worst challenges I had um, with me is 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 dealing. You know, getting people to understand the importance of team. Hmm. Um, Fred. Nobody wants to do it by themselves. True. And if and, and if you could, you really don't. You just don't want to. Yeah, you know, that. you need a team. Yep. Um I, I'm around our culture because you know I mean I'm African American man yep. and I'm around our culture. And a lot of times, and even in this society and this climate, everybody's kind of like selfish, you know, in for themselves and let's go. And you know, that type of thing. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do this by myself. I want all the shine I, And I don't think it's about that. No, I think it's a team effort, man. It's getting, one of the biggest challenges is getting people on the same page of being on that team level. And I'm not bigger than you and you're not bigger than me. Even on my floor with my barbers, right? Um, I won't even let them put me in the middle and taking pictures. Mm. Why? Because I'm a barber just like y'all. Right. When I'm on the floor, I'm a barber. We we a team, y'all. Yo. You know right. what I mean? One one band, one sound. That's right. So one of the so one of the biggest challenges was, you know, help finding a good team and people to work, you know, that had the same vision. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and not look at you as you trying to blow up and you know this. I don't I don't need all that. We we all trying to make these pies so we all can eat. Cause we all can't eat on this slice. No. You and know what I mean? Not- and a lot of times people perceive that you got certain amounts of money or perceive that you got some things going on that you could share. And you're like, hold on, I'm just trying to get this slice together. But they, everybody want a piece of that one slice. And I'm like, yo, we all work together. We can make a bunch of pies and we all can eat. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's one of, one of my challenges. And, um, of course, the naysayers and people saying th- stuff that's um, – you know, that the try to pull you down or trying to find flaws and faults. And, you know, you got to be politically correct. Sure. You got to say everything right. Um, I deal with that a lot, too, where I find myself got to watch. I got to watch what I say or so, how I say it because people take it the wrong way right. or whatever. However, Fred, I have come to the point where, you know what? I'm going to be me. Yeah. I'm going to say how I feel.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, for instance, I was just posting something on Facebook just recently about Starbucks and my treatment there, mm. you know, in light of the situation that happened. The oh, yeah. you heard Starbucks. about that. Unbelievable. Now, I, and this happened about a couple of weeks, something similar happened to me weeks ago, but I didn't mention it because, okay, I just blew it off. Maybe we got some knuckleheads at the Starbucks working there. Right. But now I see this going on where these guys are in this Philly, and I'm like, is there a policy that when black men come in there, do they all turn on their red lights? Know. You know what I mean? Isn't that is, is there a the red flag when we go in there because we got black hoodies on or whatever? And I don't wear my hoodie inside the store, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. um, like on my head. You know, I try to take it off because I, you know, and I really shouldn't have to do that too, but, you know, that's another story, but... Um, I not 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 posted about it, you know what I mean, yeah. and then somebody could take that the wrong way. But Fred, I gotta be who I am, yeah. and guess what? As successful as I am, I've raised my family. I don't have a bunch of baby mamas out here. I ain't got a lot of crazy stuff going on in my life. However, I still deal with racial discrimination. That's
0: right. Absolutely.
1: I still deal with that and it still bothers me um, And there's a couple of things I do want to talk about For that you know or I'm going to talk about on social media yep. You know dealing with that and how I deal with it Because it's something that I really think We shouldn't have to deal with but yeah So you know this you know, people judging you And watching you how you say stuff and what you say You know it's cool you know yeah. I'm going to be me
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to and be and big listen, I, I definitely want to encourage the listeners too because You're always going to have people that's going to come after you In one kind of way but here's the deal uh, A dog doesn't bark at a parked car you know what i'm saying you gotta (laughs) the dog parks bark to the car that's moving so if you're moving and you're making things happen and 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 i I, one thing i have learned lee that the higher you go up the less grace people give you really you know what i'm saying as long as as you're right there but if you're trying to excel you're trying to grow and you're trying to be in an environment where where you're growing and you're that that rubber band stretching you're stretching think about a rubber band it's not useful if it doesn't stretch
1: I totally agree
0: <laughs> You know what I'm I saying totally agree. So by, yes. by you stretching And you thinking Outside of the box People The people who don't Who don't do that They'll talk about How they would coach the team They'll talk about how What kind of defense They would put out there But it's time When it's time to get out there They can talk about But they in the stands Right <laughs> they, yeah, I agree I they, They're agree. not on the field So I, yeah, They don't
1: know They yeah. have no idea What to do You know, <laughs> you know what see? I mean A business owner A father A husband oh, You know it's it's what I mean All types the of They're like what It's a lot. Yeah.
0: It's a lie So they can stay With the remote but we're gonna we're gonna be on TV with it. That's all good. We're gonna love anyway, right?
1: We're gonna like love them anyway. We're gonna keep it moving. Yeah, because right me. I'm, I'm trying to create a new culture sure. of education and knowledge and That's power right. and purpose. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, we get a bad rap now because of a lot of stuff going on in our you know urban sure. communities and stuff like that. But you know, black people are beautiful. I want to put that out there. Black people are beautiful Absolutely. people, most talented people. No, we're not violent people. We have no history of violence, we That's have right. none of that other than to our own self, and we need to change that, That's you know. Right. But we are beautiful. People. We love music. We love entertainment. We love family. We love good food. You know what I mean? Big ups to our our people because we're beautiful people. But you know, see us on the news, you think we all crazy, gun, gangbanger, drug using, and all that. And that's not true. Right. Well, I just uh, want to put that out
0: there. No doubt. That, and I appreciate you because that's the truth. And I'm hoping you guys are listening to this because this is very, very key. We are much better than that. And I always better. always is to say, if you look at a person as they are, they become worse than what they are.
1: I totally agree. If
0: you look look at a person as what they could be, then they become what they should be. That's right. That's the key right there. So, D. Reed, what kind of advice would you give someone who right now doesn't really know their purpose? They have a dream, but they don't know how to pursue it. And they have some challenges with self-esteem and even loving themselves. What kind of advice would you give them?
1: I love, I love that question. I love it so much. Um, one, one of the main reasons why I wrote Mindset Go, and trust me, Mindset Go is not for everybody. It's not for, you know, I heard from somebody, yeah, you want to make sure you put this in there because you, know, you never know who might read it, Oprah or the Fortune 500 people. I didn't write it for them. They got it. I'm, I wrote Mindset Go for the people that, D, I just don't get know how to start. I just need to know why I keep being held back. D, I just need to be motivated. I ain't even got it. You know, I'm trying to get there. I'm just trying to start. And that's why I wrote my Mindset Go. It's a practical read that's going to take you from A to Z. And it's going to squeeze you and, 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 and get to know the real you. I, I call it the roadmap to finding you. Um, My advice is, Your gifts and talents, number one. You know what I mean? Everybody got a gift and talent they use. It's something that you do effortlessly, something that you just do. And like, man, I don't even, I I would do this even if I wasn't getting paid. You know what I mean? I would say start going for that. Um, If you don't know what your purpose is, start seeing um, things that, you know, relate to you. Like, why why do I have a love for this? You know, why do I love for people? Why do I have a love for plant life? Why do I love for music? You know, what is that? You know, and start to find other patterns of people that share that same thing Um, I think when we teach purpose I think when we tell people um, is that you need to find your purpose as if it's something that you do by yourself no there's other people that's doing the same or have the same purpose as you and I know that's probably new for a lot of people to hear you got to see who people have to what people have the you know kind of like likeness in their lifestyle you know what I mean so start you know taking chances start taking risks start going out here start using your gifts talent talking to people Um, I tell people all the time hard work is great but it have you chasing money Well, quality and consistency will have money chasing you and I said that because whatever you do add quality and be consistent in doing it
0: author, business coach and motivational speaker and CEO founder of his Ismus Barber Lounge Derek D. Reed my, my bro, friend I you appreciate so you man you heard thank it first so, so D how can they get a hold of your book and also how can they get a hold of you and give some contact information
1: as well Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, Derek D. Reed, E-N-T on uh, Instagram. So that's Derek D. Reed, my whole name, E-N-T on Instagram. That, um, the book is on Amazon.com. So make sure you go to Amazon.com. It's on Kindle. It's on paperback. And actually, the audio is going to come out in a couple weeks. So look for the audio for those of you who like the audio listen. Um So make sure you get that. Also on Mindset Go Book com. That's my website, MindsetGoBook.com. You can get it there. And to reach me or book me for speaking engagements or what have you, Kenneth at ICanRockENT.com
0: excellent we're gonna also going to update our, our page and our business page as well so you can we'll put that information there we'll also update the show notes so you can be able to get that information so you, just in case you didn't catch it um, we're going to put it up there for you again so I just want to again thank you my brother this, I was glad to have the ability uh, or to have the opportunity to honor
1: you my friend man I really appreciate it so much thank you so much an awesome interview man I really really appreciate this so much
0: good stuff man and then I'll, I'll definitely reach out to you and let you know when the show's going to air and I just thank you man so go ahead and get your workout on don't forget schedule that nap Yes, sir.
1: (laughs) All right, big bro. You
0: good, man. Take care, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. We got a couple of events this week. Coming up on June 17th is the 30th annual DuPont Clifford Brown Jazz Festival. The lineup was just announced, and they'll be featuring Arturo Sandoval, Layla Bilal, Matthew Whitaker, and also recently announced special guest is going to be Brian McKnight on June 17th at the 30th annual Clifford Brown Jazz Festival, Rodney Square, Wilmington, Delaware from June 17th to June 24th. This is my life. Upcoming plan. Get to know me before you judge me. Saturday, June 23rd at 6 p.m. Sunday, June 24th at 3 p.m. Warner Elementary School, 801 West 18th Street.
1: Wilmington Delaware, 19802. Cost $20. For more information, contact Robert Moore at 267-298-0569. For Officer
0: Camille, 302-298-4369. That's all the announcements that I have, so thank you for tuning in to the Studio22Live.tv podcast. At the end of every episode, when you listen to the Studio 22live.tv podcast, you're always going to be able to look forward to some words of encouragement, inspiration, or words of wisdom that can get you through the rest of your day, the rest of your week, or the rest of the year. And the one I want to end with today is simply this. What are you passionate about? You don't know? Of course you do. Passion is what carries you through the rough times. Passions was going to give you the power to overcome adversity in your life. There's a great poem by William Arthur Ward. The key to success is to believe while others are doubting. Plan while others are playing. Study while others are sleeping. Decide while others are delaying. Prepare while others are daydreaming. Begin While others are procrastinating. Work while others are wishing. Save while others are wasting. Listen while others are talking. Smile while others are frowning. Commend while others are criticizing. And persist while others are quitting. Believe. Plan. Study. Decide. Prepare. Begin. Work, save, listen, smile, commend, and persist. And above all, follow your passion. Studio Thank you so much for listening to the Studio22Live.tv podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. We strive to continue to add value to all the lives of all of our listeners, and we appreciate you for giving us time out of your day. Tune into the show every Friday, every single week, and don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Studio 22 Live TV. And make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and our YouTube channel. And you can send us your questions, birthday shoutouts, comments, and suggestions at 610-466-5461. And we will share them on the show. We are seeking sponsors for each one of our episodes. And if you have any events that you want us to promote, just contact us by email at studio 22 tv at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Studio22Live.tv podcast. Have a great week. Nah, nah, nah. Always power, always power, always, always on, positive. always on.